going to VAR. They're checking. <laughs> hey, Connie. Check complete. Let's head over to the bar. The bar. Yo, 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 listeners, how is everyone in this scorching heat? How's everyone surviving? Um, welcome back. We're, we're bringing back debates at the bar with the Bar Bar Boys. How's everyone today? Yeah, Ken, I think yeah. you need to like um, PR and call it Kenner's Debates at the Bar. That sounds nicer. <laughs> Put your name on it. <laughs> Put your name on it, man. <laughs> Personalize it. No, no, no. I want to keep it general. I want to keep it general. <laughs> No, we're good. I'm all good. Thank you, man. How you yeah, doing? Good, bro. Now, uh, is everyone getting their water in today? Staying hydrated, bro. Have to. <laughs> like well, currently sipping alcohol. So, would you call of that being hydrated? This guy loves it. <laughs> bro, straight after work, he's, he's, he's getting julied. Hey. <laughs> nah, I'm bringing back the boys today. So, we have Jake. What's good? Peter Prez. Yo, yo, yo. Money Mace. What's good? What's good? And today we're bringing back a topic. Uh, we're in our nostalgic feelings today. Um, we decided to bring back a topic of where we're delving back into time of the most iconic finals we have ever watched. So we've kept it really broad in terms of World Cup, um, Champions League, FA Cup, Carling Cup, Copa del Rey's even. And the Barbar boys have kind of look back in time and um, analyse that which of these finals and more specifically um, iconic performances have almost made the grade for us. So our, our specific criteria is it's all well and good to have scored in finals. Numerous people have kind of had iconic goals in finals. However, we want people who've dropped absolute masterclasses, gems. They've run the game 90 minutes or they took the ball by the horn. So we have a nice little list um, to go through. And um, yeah, let's let's get straight into it. But just before we get into it, um, boys, h- how did you get into your specific couple of votes? Without saying who you voted for first, how, what was your trail of thoughts? Um, I won't lie. I definitely misread the message at start because I just read it as best finals and I wrote down Jeff Hurst. And then when I read it, I was like, I'm not watching that 1966 final. So that was me. But no, I think for me personally, the one of my ones, it was the first one that came to my head immediately. That's what I thought of. And I just remember sitting there being like, okay, yeah, you, no one was stopping him on that day. And then, yeah, yeah, I think they were just the ones that, for me, stuck out as, like, yeah, you weren't, either you weren't beating them, there was nothing you could stop them, there was everything that they did was golden. I think that's the way, and especially on, when you think of a final, that's, it's not even just a case of technique sometimes, it's just cojones, it's just having that mental attitude of, this is my moment to shine and taking everything from it. Yeah, facts, man. I mean, just going on, me and Jake were having a little discussion off air, so we we kind of traded picks a little bit, and um, I think we were we were quite uh, uh, in agreement on on one in particular, and it it's probably where my underlying subconscious hate probably started from before this player. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so without giving too much away, but like, yeah, man, um, even you know, in the same breath for me to, to admit that, but still, you know, recognize that as one of the greatest finals performances I've ever seen begrudgingly, mm-hmm. but you can't deny it, man. So yeah, we'll get into the, to the pick, I'm sure. But yeah, that, that is just like Jake said, you, the, play, the player in question, you, you can't get near them. There's, you know, you throw everything at them. They, there's nothing you can do. They, they've just, they've turned up. They've more than turned up in, in on the big occasion. And yeah, that that was really what my thinking was, or my thinking behind it. Not always the goals. Mace? Yeah, without repeating what the boys have said, basically, same thing. Essentially, the, the, the play that stands out in the final that you just say, you look back and think, yeah, that was his final. He turned up. It was all him. 
you know, and that's, that's how I chose or from, from the games we're going to talk about that. That's how I chose like my, my picks basically. Cool. So just to start off with, before we get into our top, top picks, I want to go through just a couple of honorable mentions. So from the top, for me, one, there's two that stick out just from a personal point of view. So the first one was Zidane 98, man. The 3-0 France World Cup final. Like, I was still... How old was I then? I think I was still, like, three years old at that point. Wow. Bro, I'm a baby. Uh, I was three years old at that point. Nothing really stuck. But I remember being back in Tanzania, and it was one of those things that I still remembered, if that makes sense, of Mm. it's played back and how iconic it was. And then even just surrounding the, obviously, the, the Ronaldo incident of where... He missed the game. Everyone was expecting a Zidane versus Ronaldo final, but everyone knows what happened to Ronaldo. But Zidane just took that game by the scruff of the neck and just, my God. Um, Anything else to add on that? Bro, I was like, what, five? I can barely remember that (laughs) game, boy. (laughs) I think that for me, like, I, I remember parts of it, but the main sort of story around that final was the fact that Ronaldo didn't play. I know yeah. Zidane bossed it, but yeah, that, that kind of took a lot away um from from the final because it was so it was his performance was so highly anticipated. Yeah, I, I have nothing because I was also free. I think the the only <laughs> thing I could add to that is um whenever I, I think of Zidane, I think you got it completely right there, can I? He just bossed it. Like it wasn't like, I don't even know if he scored, scored or assist. That's how little I know about this game. <laughs> but like, that's what always struck me about Zidane is that he didn't ever really need to score or assist the goals. Like, he obviously did, but he didn't need to have that physical impact on the score sheet to know. He had you've virtuoso performances, didn't he? Mm. Yeah, you could just watch the game or like we even watch highlights and be like, "Yeah, fair play. Like you are just better than everyone else on that pitch." Full stop. And then just the second one to follow on to, I think for me, I, I genuinely remember this like vividly um, so well as Michael Owen versus Arsenal in the FA Cup final. Um, just for me, it's that was the day I became a Liverpool fan. I think anyone who knows me, I always replay this back of it was literally a case of I became an Arsenal fan or I became a Liverpool fan that day. And I thank the heavens Michael Owen turned up because that, Liverpool got battered that game, absolutely battered. But I think it was two, one, a snapshot. And then the second one, that iconic second goal of where he takes on half of the defence, leaves them for mm. dust, puts it in. And then that the the front flip um, in, in Wales is just iconic, man. And I think, yeah, that, that's always remembered as one of the greatest just um, FA Cup final goals full stop, never mind just performances. Just on that, I think that was the the game that uh, decided Drew's fate as a Liverpool fan. Yeah, I was going to say that as well. <laughs> <laughs> it was, um, I think he he had a, like a little bet with his older brother or something that whoever wins this game is who you'll support. Crazy, and, um, yeah, crazy. <laughs> Liverpool got the dub, man. But you know what's funny enough? Not to digress, it's funny. Kenya can say thank God, but. Four, five, six years ago, you you man were in the gutter, <laughs> hey, man. Hey, yeah, hey, you're screaming, hey, thank God. <laughs> hey, this is a journey, man. It's, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon, my G. It's hey. a marathon. Oh, okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> Just imagine how this pod would have been if the two Liverpool fans would have been Arsenal. Oh, oh my God. We would have had, to, we oh, would have been God. fighting left, right, and centre <laughs> every breath of air. <laughs> um, then just moving on, over to you, Jake. This is the one where. Whenever I mention it, it tends not to get the love it completely deserves. And for me, it's the Hazard versus Arsenal in the Europa, <laughs> Europa League final. My God! Like, it, genuinely, it, it, just because I think it's a Europa Cup um, League final. But that day, I was watching Hazard do things on the second biggest club stage, just at ease. He just took the game by the... He just kept saying, give me the ball. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. And what is it? I think he scored two and assisted one and was absolutely mesmerising. Yeah, I think when whenever I think about this final, I have 
almost a tinge of regret. Not because... I, so this was the game that we all knew by that point he was going to Madrid. And yeah. we knew this was his swan song. We knew this was his goodbye. And he couldn't have gone out any better. Yeah. Like you said, it was just dominant. But I always I have a tinge of regret over it because I think that I just look at that and go, imagine if you had that amount of determination every game. Yeah. If you had that single-mindedness to play football the way you wanted to play it, and just did that constantly for a couple of seasons. Because at one point, it was a very short point, but he had a legitimate claim to be the third best player in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ronaldo Messi. But there was always a massive gap, wasn't there? And you just, you look at that game and go, oh, if you played like that all the time, you would have closed that gap so much quicker. You would have, you could have been up there. That's what I think. Because like you say, he demanded that ball and he was not being stopped. It was... It was poetry in motion watching that boy play when he was at the top of his game. And like, I'll let Shalom take over in a minute because you're going to have to cry about it, <sighs> watching him tear apart that right side. Like, I'm pretty sure Bellerin's still recovering to this day. <laughs> Bro, from that I remember game. that game. I was in Schiphol Airport watching that with like internet doing jihiggy haggy. And <laughs> it pissed me off. I remember that game, man. Was it the same game that Giroud scored the third, didn't he? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was just the icing on a shit cake. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. He, he, I can't lie, Edin played really well. But, Jake, to your point, when you said if he played like this, the, the answer to that question is he would have probably ended up in Madrid. So it doesn't really matter. Uh, Edin is a, is a great player. He played out, out of his skin that game. And it felt like, Obviously, if you look back, hindsight is twenty twenty. But you, as an Arsenal player or fan, you should you would have thought, okay, this guy is playing his last game. Keep an eye on him, type of situation. But I guess when a great player turns it on, you just can't stop him. But yeah, great, great game from a Chelsea perspective. From an Arsenal perspective, I've forgotten all about it. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, it was just I. Yeah, I always I always look back and just. Like, I don't always look back at that game, but I do think... Like, I completely get where you come from as well, Kane. It just doesn't get the love or the respect it is. Because it is the Europa League. Like It is that second final. I think even... Probably even in our voting, you could probably say there's probably more votes for an FA Cup final performance. Probably because yeah. we, we're closer to that as well. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just... He, he had it going. I think Eden, remember, he just had that natural confidence about himself, like almost that playful nature to his game. And you like, know when he when he when he turns it on, it's he's very he's one of those guys very hard to stop, man. Stop, yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Levels below Messi on the half turn, man. Like Honestly. once you give him the ball in them spaces, I, man. And just the last point on this, and I've been adamant for, for years and years and years and I've always said Eden Hazard is the greatest dribbler to ever touch the Premier League, like bar none of he doesn't need a trick. He's not to me anyway, off the ball. He's not the quickest off the ball, but on the ball, he's quick off the line and more mm-hmm. so when he gets his backside in, when he gets his arm in, you're not taking the ball off. Mm-hmm. Do you, glorious. Do you guys remember when Yaya went on about his ass? I can't remember when exactly <laughs> he did it, but Yaya just went really, I think it was like an article he may have written for the Athletic or it was a TV appearance and he just went on about Eden's ass for a while and it's like, okay. <laughs> like, fair play, I'm, lad. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say pools as I repeat what I'm about to say, but remember his ass when um pools when Cochlean decided to go <laughs> on the one with him and he bounced off that ass pools. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you knew that guy's ass pools was <laughs> something else. Pools Cochlean <laughs> could come back. He could yeah. not come back from that. Yeah. Uh, oh let's move on before this goes further left. <laughs> um right, we're gonna delve in into the, the games that actually got the votes. Um I'm going to touch up probably the, the most left-field one um, voted by someone who I think we'll all know who made this vote. First one is Dimitar Berbatov in the 2008 Carling Cup final, Spurs versus Chelsea. There, Oh my, I literally said this. Right, listeners, before we said this, Kenna hinted and I was like, I know what this is going to be. It's either going to be someone from Bexley, which got ruled out very quickly, or it was going to be that Spurs fan for that one bit of trophy they've seen. My <laughs> God. Nah, I'm not, I'm not speaking about that. That's bullshit. That, that's in there. 
Like, uh, I, 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 I echo that. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Prez, Mace, do you remember this performance? Not even close. Uh, I, I remember Woodgate's header, and that's, that's about what it. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> that's about it. It just, it, 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 it felt like a semi final kind of win rather than the final. It was just so. Uh, what's the one word? Day, one, day Rom- Ra- one day Ramos. One day Ramos. Yeah. And then right. gets back shortly after. I might as well watch that game in black and white. That's how bloody <laughs> old and yeah, just yeah. Anyways, shout out um our Spurs fan, Mr. Strizzer. But we move. Yeah, we have to move on. Um the second one, the most recent one of where when I was going through the list and I was just thinking of um Champions League, um, World Cup, big games. I went through the, the usual ones, the, the bait ones, but I didn't vote for this per se, but someone else did. And I think this is definitely up there to be considered. Thibaut Courtois in in, in the uh, 2022 final, um, Liverpool versus Madrid, the 1-0 win. The most saves ever made by a keeper in a Champions League final. Uh, I think the second keeper in the last 30, uh, 20 years to win a, a man of the match in a Champions League final. Um, Jake, I know you hate him. Um, but speak on it, man. I voted for it. That that <laughs> that I was saying the press beforehand. That made me throw up in my mouth writing that to you because it's disgusting. But he he wasn't getting beat. We covered this in the pod, listeners. You can go back and hear our more detailed analysis of it. But like when I introduced myself earlier about how I was thinking it, and I was thinking from my other votes, like you weren't touching them, you weren't getting past them what they wanted to do that immediately clicked in my head it's like you weren't getting past Courtois no, Liverpool. They, no you weren't like you could have put that in the top corner with a shot velocity of Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank in his prime and Courtois <laughs> was still getting a pour on that like it angered me every time he made a save because I literally said before the game I wanted Madrid to win but Courtois to still have a fucking shitter like and what he did was just he got his paws onto everything. Like that Mane turn, I think, was it like 20, 25 minutes in? Yeah. yeah. Like, as soon mm. as he saved that, I just thought to myself, like... Game over. Yeah. Like, game over, Courtois is going to have a blinder. And he did. He, like, what was most saves ever in the Champions League final? Like, you're yeah. saving that type of game for that occasion against that club with one of the most fearsome front threes in the world who have the Champions League heritage as well. Fucking disgusting, and I hate that prick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just to add to that, uh, Drew also voted for this, so you can you can feel the pain when he when he uh, voted for that. Uh, Prez Mace. I was gonna say, Drew and Jake are better men than you, like Kenna. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't lie. Nah, like, can't, but, can't you but, just but, not but, be biased for once in your no, life? No, but I, I dropped say, it. I dropped it as one of the options. It okay. was there. I presented it to people fully mm-hmm. knowing this is one of the best um, Champions League final performances I've ever seen, man. Like, honestly, I, like I said, it was to me like definitely like top five, if not closer to, to three, if that yeah. makes sense. So yeah. it was fantastic, man. No, I agree. Um, you Liverpool dominated that game. So like eight, like 60%, I'm going to say 80, but that was a bit too much. 60%. And you, for you to have a game like that and win, your your goalie has to have a great game. Mm-hmm. And he did. Um, just a, a little bit to what Jake said regarding that Marnie shot. In the Premier League and in, in, the, in, in the Champions League, that goal, that shot's going in nine out of 10 times. But nice. when, when Courtois saved that, I think everyone thought, okay, we are going to have a problem here. Another sh- another um, shot was the Salah um, um, yeah. shot. When, right yeah. foot. Yeah, right foot. You just know Salah scores that every day. He was just on fire. And we, I think we're even like, we're, we're, we should give him more props for um, what he did in the semifinals leading to the final. He was just a man on the mission. He was yeah. just a man trying to show people that you don't you don't talk, call me a big nose prick like Jake does. <laughs> you know, I think that was ringing in his head as he took on the semifinals and finals. He's like, screw that Jake guy. I don't know him, but I'm about to prove him wrong. And he did. He proved like yeah. Jake wrong, and he had a great 
great, great final. So, no, yeah, was, I agree with you. It was brilliant. Um, moving forward, we'll jump into a World Cup final. I, I want to call it virtuoso up until a specific moment. We're going with Zidane 2006, France versus Italy World Cup final. And this, it brings kind of a, a tear to my eye because throughout the, however long it was, I think 100 and whatever, 15 odd minutes into extra time of where Zidane was almost untouchable, right? Of where everything he did, everything he touched was golden. He scored that uh, Penenka, right? If yeah. people remember, the bar and in. In, yeah. And he was fantastic. And then, not to touch on the moment with Matarazzi, that it, it just flipped everything on his head. He had so much on the line in terms yeah. of, alongside the World Cup final, that's one. But even um, looking at it retrospectively and after the final, people were saying if, if France won that final, Zidane was guaranteed the Ballon d'Or at, at that point. Of where, mm. in the end, it went to the opposing captain, uh, Cannavaro. Yeah. He won the Ballon d'Or. So there was so much on the line. And the way it ended, it leaves a sour taste. But let's touch on the actual performance up until that point. Um, Prez, yo, you, you voted for it. Uh, run it, bro. Yeah, I mean, you, you've covered most of it there. I think the performance and how he ran that game. Um, and what he did to, to a world-class Brazil team with, you know, multiple player of the year Ballon d'Or winners within it. I mean, coming into that, he was already in red hot form. And all I remember is, you know, the, the gold predators that he wore throughout oh, that final. Yeah. It just gave it that extra touch of class. I like, you know, that those aesthetics that just kind of add to a story. The, and when you, the ex when you, feelings exactly and um you think about those things and and how he was just always wanted the ball everybody was willing to give him the ball from any position and just allowed him to work allowed him to operate uh gliding across across the pitch um receiving the ball in you know tight spaces turning with a plum you know and really unfazed by any sort of pressing that came his way i mean yeah, it was just a, a, a majestic performance all around. And when I think of like, that was kind of like his, he, he retired from um, international football after that tournament as well. I football think. full stop. That was, was his last football, full, game. Okay, yeah. football full stop. And it, it, it's such a shame that he had to, he had to go out on that note, man, because like you say, Ken, up until that, the headbutt moment, he was really doing bits. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a damn shame it had to end that way. Mace, Jake? Hmm. I'm going to take a different view. I think we sometimes look at football as, as this um, great thing that you should just be perfect every time. But he, I think that headbutt enshrines goes into um, football history. Everyone <laughs> talks about it. Yeah. So to me, that's probably a great game. I mean, he, he bored out and then gave him, gave um, Matarazzi that krilling headbutt. Done. Um, <laughs> <laughs> man said what you talking about my sister and then he said it. <laughs> yeah um it was a, it was a great game from Zidane yes um the headbutt um soured things but I I look at things in in its totality and I thought okay yeah great game but you messed it up you messed up the World Cup winning the World Cup um Ballon d'Or but he balled out like press um pointed out the Brazil game was even nuts and then um, the Italy game better he just shot himself in the foot, but I, honestly, we can't really knock Zidane. He's one of the greatest yeah. to ever done it. So it is what it is, and I think nice. it made it made for a good, eventful final. Let's just put it that way, and in history. Yeah, the yeah, only Jake. thing. Yeah, the only thing I can add to that is Zidane. Fair play to him, big game player. He, he had he had the balls. That was it. Like he he knew the occasion. He knew it was his. Good on him. Uh, just the last point. I'm I'm one of those people who. Uh, quite openly critical of Zidane in terms of throughout a, a 38 league season Zidane's not that guy for me and I'll openly say that but one thing I can guarantee and he's got a CV worth of it is final moments and virtual sort of performances he can never ever be doubted on that yeah. um moving on there's one player which you can guess he has multiple finals they call him uh, the the 
what's the right word? Captain <laughs> Fantastic, they call him. The man for the big occasion, they call him. When he turns up, this club tends to win. That's scales can't. Has to be man. Mr. Steven Gerrard. Um, man used the cake for cunt, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he managed to get in um, two different performances of where, for me, I was I voted for one of them, which I'll highlight, and the other one, it's you're literally flipping a coin. Um, we're going to start off with the the performance on the very biggest of club stages, the 2005 Istanbul Champions League final. Liverpool versus AC Milan. Um, this by many um, platforms and many people who watch football judge it as the single best Champions League final performance. We'll cover another one after this. But just for me personally, 3-0 um, down at halftime to one of the greatest sides I've definitely ever seen, that AC Milan 2005 team. And we were down in the dumps yeah. and out of nowhere in a six minute set, set of madness. Gerard just grabbed the game by the scruff of the neck. That that first goal out of literally nowhere, header, boom, gets the crowd going, gets his team going, comes back. Then it was the, the Smeetsa shot. Okay, yeah. grab the ball. Let's go again. And then if people remember, he's the one that won the, the penalty. Yeah. Of where he burst past Gattuso, left him for dead, bought the penalty, and yeah, um, Chabi Alonso managed to put it in on the rebound. And then one thing which people tend to forget, Liverpool with obviously Rafael Benitez took a step back and we just absorbed pre- pressure for, for the rest of the game, basically, for the next 60 minutes. But Gerard went right wing back to mark uh, Serginho. And mm. he was absolutely fantastic. And that, to me, is a, why when it goes into different arguments about central midfielders who've played in the Premier League, of where I'll always pull out this performance and, and I'll ask people to show their midfielders' greatest performance, their midfielders' performance of which encapsul- encapsulates grabbing the game by the, uh, uh, by the horn- horns, basically, grabbing a game and going, yes, we're not losing this, and then showing both sides of the game just to perfection. Um, yeah, um, Prez, Jake, Mace. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that that is a, a true a true captain's performance, man, um, from Gerard. I think we're going to touch on uh, another one of, of his performances that I, I would class as a captain's performance. But just talking about, that game and, and 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 really what it means to be a leader and and lead, to lead by example. I think Gerard really epitomised that in that game. Mm. And even even just thinking about like we talk, we talk about masterclasses. This is another thing I was saying to Jacob Air. Like Kaka balled out that game. Oh, no, yeah. That ball, that ball to what's it? Who did he yeah, give Crespo. it to? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, oh. It's insane. That's one of the most iconic passes. You think about like football today and who's probably capable of, of playing that pass today. You probably say maybe KDB. KDB, yeah. But I mean, outside of that, you Messi, can't, you can't, maybe Messi, K- maybe KDB and Trent. To me, there's only like two people. You think, you think Trent can play that? I think pass, Trent. Then? I think Trent's more over the top. That that that's the pass for Trent. But that's butter. That's splitting them. Yeah, yeah. And he he, t- he turned. I can't remember who he turned, but he turned him, and he literally had a split second to make that decision and play the pass and, and the finish. Just, yeah, and the finish was immense. It, it was all in 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 a swift move. But yeah, to to kind of match, if not like top a performance from Kaka who who was insane that day uh, yeah. it just goes it just goes to show you you know where Gerard Gerard was at mentally and he, he was he was determined not to let his team die so yeah man hats off yeah he was really good no <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean yeah that that six minutes what yeah you said six minutes didn't you kind of that's yeah. just like it, it was just creating a chaos. And I think as well, the point you bring up about him changing his position, that just adds to it in a completely different way in that, because I didn't vote for this final. I voted for the other one. I'm guessing you're going to bring up in a minute. Yeah. yeah. But this adds to it in the sense that, all right, the captain don't die attitude that Prez brings up. It wasn't the case of he dominated that final, but he pulled Liverpool by the, everything that he had to get yeah. him up to it 
Then yeah. he laid his body down the line, as did a lot of the other Liverpool players. But he led by that example of, I'm going to move to a different position. I'm going to mark... It was probably one of Milan's most dangerous players because he was running right down that way. Because didn't you sub off Finnan because he just couldn't yeah. handle it? Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm going to take on that responsibility to hold out against Ma- Milan. Like, yeah, it was... I it's I think that's probably the first Champions League mu- final I really properly remember. Yeah. Like, and obviously it's been held in folklore and deservedly so. And that's the lasting image you get is... Gerard doing what what was needed and more. Facts. I think for me, I remember that game Claire's Day. I was what twelve years old, and I was I was in Nigeria at that time watching that game in like the in the pub. And Prez, everyone, anyone, if you know, if you've been in there, it's just like. If you've been in that type of situation, just cigarette smoke up in the air yeah. as a 12 year old boy <laughs> watching the game with old ass men. And yeah. obviously, um, Milan at that time just, just went past Liverpool 3 0. It was done. And I thought, okay, the game is done. Um, let me just chill. And honestly speaking, kind of this no agenda. That's probably one of the greatest, if not the greatest comebacks I've ever seen. And, uh, the, the platform to do it. Um, Jared doing it himself definitely goes down folklore. And I think for me, that's number one, two, or three in my list because of how they did it. Um, the opponent they beat, um, I mean, albeit, um, AC Milan did shoot themselves in the foot, but that's not your problem, is it? As a Liverpool fan. Um, but yeah, Jared was instrumental in that game and, Definitely one of the greatest comebacks I've ever seen. What a great game. Facts. Then just going straight into it, um, Jake, just latching on what you said about, like, it was a great six minute. It wasn't even by my definition, not a virtuoso per se performance. And I actually voted same as you, the other final, Gerard versus West Ham in the FA Cup final 2006. To me, that, Mm. that game, my goodness of where same again as press said of down in the dumps we had no right to no sorry he had no right to grab the game the way he did of yeah. where even if you watch um highlights of his performance overall in that game minus the goals you will see he dropped a genuine masterclass of passing of mm. um dominating the ball being stronger than his opponent of controlling play and then just the two goals he scored, like <laughs> that first one, yeah, it was magnificent. Fair dues, got us back in the game. And then that third one. Power driver. Didn't he like cramp up like a minute yep. beforehand or something stupid? It was yep. literally like the man couldn't walk. And it was almost like if I had done that, it was because I was too lazy. And I was like, oh, screw it, I've got to have a go. Whereas Gerard is literally like, Oh yeah, I can't walk. Okay, <laughs> I, this is going in then, I guess. I, but even like you said, the passing that ball to Cisse for his <laughs> goal. Like, yeah, oh my I, days. I think <laughs> that for me, like, whenever you think of great passes, right? I think especially at a young age, I think we were more inclined to think of someone like Perlo, weren't we? And still, maybe to this day, you normally think of like a foreign player. But when I saw that, I just looked at it and went, "I didn't know Englishman could do that." Like, no, but, like genuinely like, that was just such a stupid ball from him like it, mm. it wasn't on it wasn't on and yeah, yeah it wasn't to be fair and yeah that dribble Cisse what like he was shit as well and yet he managed it was, he finish, made, man. it was that's the thing like it 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 was one of those passes that he had to it had to work like he, he had deserved to the goal done. right yeah, yeah. exactly mm. and then like, like, just like it on as well of what you're saying of where I think that was probably the game of where, I don't know about you guys, on playgrounds, it became a Gerard. It was one of those things, like alongside the, if you remember the Olympiacos in 2005, Mm -hmm. that moment. With Andy Gray. Yeah, with Andy Gray. This is another one you add into the um, arsenary of, yeah, just a special, special Gerard moment, same again. And and yeah, he managed to get us to 3-3 and then... We managed to win the FA Cup that year. And yeah, that's that Steven Gerrard performance was magnificent. Um, keeping it moving, we're going to go into 
for me, this player, right, of a lot of people in this chat as well, I, I think most people will agree. You remember your, your first love or your first X, your first Y. And this guy was my first love for a footballer. Original Ronaldo. The, the masterclass he dropped in 2002 against Germany, against a magnificent Germany and an even more magnificent Oliver Kahn was one, if, if we all agree, another virtuoso performance of just everything he did, everything he touched was gold. The, the, do you know when Ronaldo's in full fluid motion is just a piece of art? Um, a couple of people voted for this one. Um, Drew Tabs, um, yeah, um, Mace Prez, speak about it, man. Uh, R9, R9, R9. I mean, <laughs> when that trim came out, because I know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know, yeah, I'm pretty sure he did that like halfway through the tournament or did he do it like especially for the final I don't think he started the tournament with that haircut but how iconic that was to match the performance with what would be considered a a dodgy haircut to match the performance and and have what was maybe considered a a dodgy haircut become an iconic one that everybody started doing and all the kids wanted it based on you know how good he was that day and Mm -hmm. What, what he, he bagged the brace against probably considered the, the best goalkeeper at the time. Mm-hmm. And really just, I mean, <laughs> and the scary thing is, right, that version of Ronaldo isn't even the best Ronaldo. You know, but he was is. still level levels above. And I think that's just a testament to how good he was. And, and even today, I still think the respect that he deserves isn't there. And maybe it was because I'm actually not sure why the respect isn't there because for me, he's probably the greatest striker that's ever lived. And yeah, I, there's there's not much more I can really say about how good he was and how good he was on that day, to be honest. Um, did everything, everything that was expected of him and more. <laughs> that's all I can say to that. Prez is more or less spoke in my mind on that on Ronaldo and his performance that's basically all I can say he was just unreal he was just so good all player and I do agree with you Perez in regards to being the best striker ever he had everything you wanted it's just a shame he got injured a lot but here's what it is Facts. Um, and then just going into the final one um, that people voted for received the most votes from from the Bar Bar boys <sighs> Prez, I might have to let you run with this one and just <laughs> we know speak, what's your coming. Out, speak your heart out, bro. Bruh. <laughs> you know, as I alluded to at the beginning, right, this was probably where that subconscious underlying hate, anger, frustration, disdain, whatever you want to say, this is where I think it really started from. This performance from none other than the little Argentinian Lionel Messi at Wembley in the Champions League final against United 2011. Uh, Man, I was so nervous for this game. I was so, so nervous for this game because I knew what that Pep team had been doing leading up to to that Champions League final. And for me, I considered us the underdogs and I knew that we'd have to be pitch perfect uh, in order to have any chance of winning uh, that game. And um, from what I remember, I believe Pedro, yeah, uh, he bagged first from yeah. a, a Chavi assist, a great assist it was. And, and even then, we were like, defensively, we were already so nervous. Like, all of our defenders were running back to their own goal. You know, it was just on the counter, he finds Pedri. Pedri gives uh, Van der Sar the eyes, sends him the wrong way, 1-0. And then I'm thinking, okay, this could get long really, really quickly. This could go left. We got the equaliser. <laughs> Rooney, uh, 1-2 with Giggs, edge of the box. And I'm screaming. I'm thinking, yes, that's the momentum shift that we needed in order to um, 
you know, in order to yeah. potentially get back into this um, into this game. And um, in steps the young Argentinian Lionel Messi, who then says, this isn't going to be your finals, boys. This is my final. And what he did from, from that point on, pretty much the way when, uh, from the point that we equalized, um, he, he picked up the ball from anywhere, similar to the performances that we've been, we've been speaking about. He picked up the ball and nobody, no United defender wanted to go near him. No, no United midfielder wanted to go near him. He was, causing that much of a threat and, and putting that much fear into the United players that everybody was scared that, you know, if I go near him, this guy's going to twist me. So I'd rather save myself being in a highlight reel. And I think tactically, I think we got it wrong because we gave him that space to run into. Yes. But then in the and same then, breath, if I remember correctly, was it mm-hmm. Park Sun giving with the man-marking job? Or yeah. to get close to him when he could. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. He was, and that didn't go well either. Um, every <laughs> opportunity that he got, Partey Son was getting turned out of his shoes. Man, it was it was crazy. But um, even when we did have the ball, we we tried to to send it long, um, use the flanks, and um, really and truly, it was it was a futile attempt because Barcelona were were quite um well-versed in, in handling those those sorts of situations. So the ball would be coming back to us through Lionel Messi with 10 times the forces, the last uh, attack that they came with. And then one of the key moments in that game, of course, his goal was, was like, <laughs> you know when the, the air gets sucked out of a building? <laughs> like the fans, United fans, I know for talking from just my experience, that was like the wind was knocked out of my sails. Like he ran into the corner and the passion he celebrated with, like you don't see it that often, but you know when Messi, he knows he's got one. Yeah. He, goes <laughs> mad, he goes mad with the celebration. That's I remember it. he kicked the microphone. He was like, he went into the corner, was like, you know, proper, proper going for it. And I was like, that must be so demoralizing to watch on its own because if if Messi is celebrating like that, he knows that something special is happening, right? Mm. So then the another key moment in the game was um I think Nani came on for was it Giggs? Uh it was Nani, I think it was either Giggs or Valencia he came on for. And um <laughs> unfortunately his only real highlight or contribution to the game was getting absolutely spun out of his shoes on the right wing by Lionel Messi. Um, he gave him a, 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 the, probably one of the most disgusting body feints I've ever seen. Um, and Nani bit on it so well. Messi drives into the box, tries to find uh, David V on the edge. Um, the defending is calamitous at this point, by the way. Um, <laughs> Carrick, and, uh, Carrick and Ferdinand, I think, or Vidic were bumping into each other. The ball falls to David Villa. And you know what he does with that ball, man. He puts it top bins, game done. I was, I'm pretty sure I went to bed at that point. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I went to bed at that point. And my night was over once that ball went in from David Villa. Um, so yeah, painful, painful, painful day for me as a United fan. But <sighs> I can't deny it was a, a spectacular performance from Messi, man. Yeah, I think from like a, a neutral, it was one of those games of where you can sit back and, you know, one, one of those moments where you're like, I'm actually watching an iconic performance of where Messi has loads of these in his, in, in his locker. But I think that one all the time is it's the one people refer to as the Lionel Messi final. And like I mentioned before, there's a couple of Champions League finals, which are iconic and I count. This one is number one, and obviously the Gerard Milan is, is up there, but this to me is a comfortable, comfortable number one as a complete virtuoso performance of you could have put anyone on that pitch and they wouldn't have been able to stop him. That was real Ferdinand and Nemanja Vidic at their very, very peak, mm. and Patrice Evra even as well yep. at their very, very peak. And mm. yeah, no one could absolutely lay a glove on him. And um, Jake? Um 
I, I like you kind of saying that you're a neutral when it involves Man United. That, that <laughs> trust, Oh <laughs> <All> my days. <laughs> I remember like, just this final starting out, and I remember hating both teams. Obviously, United beating Chelsea, what, three years ago in the Champions League final? That the Four years ago at that point with the whole Terry missing the penalty thing. So I was all, and I think the Man United Chelsea rivalry was probably at its highest then. So remember hating you lot for that. And then Barcelona, because I think two years beforehand was the, um, it's a fucking disgrace game from Dogma. Where <laughs> Dogma, we, yeah. yeah. So I remember sitting there being like, I don't care who wins. I just want to see some broken legs. That's all <laughs> I want to see. And then I remember watching Messi do all that sort, do everything that you just described and just being sat there and be like, Right, well, fair play. He didn't break his legs, but my God, did he do some damage to that team yeah. psychologically? Like, it it was disgusting. That is, when people say that was di- an absolute disgusting performance, that's what it is. Like, you can't touch the man. He he was gliding. He It was so instinctual as well. Like, he did, I don't think he'd stop to think. It was just yeah. literally pick up that ball. Oh, I'm going to do this. Oh, I've done it. They he literally fit. blacked out like he blacked yeah. out Fox 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 well yeah Lionel Messi man um just to tie it up then we we have a list and we've gone through um 10 different performances um we have like a top six ish which received a couple of votes um so the boys here today let's try and narrow it to a, a top three more so um so I'll just go around the table. Um, it's probably easier to start at number one, right? Um, number mm. one. Are we yes. all on the same page on this yeah. one? Yeah, it's Messi and United. Yeah, it has to I'm be. I'm not, but yeah, whatever. Go on. What's your choice? I'll go with Jared. That's AC one. Yeah, that that was incredible. That was incredible. Okay. 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 So let, let, let's all agree then with Messi um, at Wembley at one. Yeah. Number two. What what will we go with? I mean, I think this is where Shalom and I are going to disagree because I, I think Gerrard against West Ham was better. I think that's a better overall performance. But you would probably vote the Champions League just because it meant more. Yeah, and no it, one, it, yeah. it was also yeah. the, first the magnitude one. of the final. Yeah, it's yeah probably, I can't yeah, lie. No one remembers the final. When I say no one, we're talking most I get what people you mean. probably remember the Champions League beating AC Milan with that squad yeah. than a final beating some, yeah. you know. So it was also his first one, the Champions League. Like Correct. The, the the West Ham one just confirmed he was stupidly good at football uh, in finals. Whereas that, yeah, the AC Milan one, like say, had no right. No right. Absolutely. Cool. No right. So are we all agree then that the Milan one at two. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then number three, what we're we going with? <sighs> I mean, I I put in Courtois, and I think mm. I it comes from two things. One. It's a record holder. Like, he did something that no one else did. That That is a fact. And it's also, like, for me, it's that value of a goalkeeper. Like, obviously, every other performance was, for the most part, an attacking player, right? There was no great defensive performances. Yeah. Whereas that one, like, that Madrid team just had the air of a team that was going to win because of the football heritage and because of their big game players turning up. Obviously, for the most part, it was... Benzema the other end knocking in goals that he had no right to but Courtois you think of that whole run and he was making stupidly good saves the whole time and then in the final he just he turned it up a notch and my god I want to kill myself fucking saying these <laughs> words that is, is pain but it is the truth he like I, I would say Courtois I know it's maybe a case of recency bias as well but for me it, it just stands out that little bit more, especially being a defensive performance. Yeah, yeah. I I think I'm yeah I'm with Jake on that one. Agreed. Like a goal, goalkeeper performance in a Champions League final, it, it's quite rare that you you get that level of dominance from that position, and obviously a record breaker as well. And you, he can he can really say, listen, I'm the reason that we we've gone away winners in that final because without me. Liverpool would have been champions. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I'm siding with Jake on that one. Same. I'm not against it, definitely. Cool. So then our top three is uh, Thibaut Courtois in the 2022 Champions League final versus Liverpool at three. Uh, Gerard versus AC Milan in the 
Champions League final 2005. And then number one, the Varbar boys' greatest individual final performance is Lionel Messi in the 2011 Champions League final versus Manchester United. Poor boys, we went through a good nostalgic journey there of living through our um, best years to uh, re- some recent memories as well. Um, that's a solid, solid list, to be honest. Kenna, before we go, can I talk about how I laughed when United got pumped by Messi? And uh, <laughs> it was just what like injected in my veins. <laughs> I've been itching to say this ah, so much. Injected Yo, this guy's in my... hated you for time, bro. Uh, yeah. No, 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 no. I just have to say now. that. I'm, you know me, whatever. But if you see how demoralized Alex Ferguson's face was, it was gold dust. Was that the fist one, Prez? <laughs> it was gold dust. Um, was it? That, that meme, sure. it was the fist, the, the, Fergie, the Fergie fist. I don't know yeah. if that was it. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Cool. Rounding it up now then. Thank you very much for listening today. Um, we're going to be doing plenty more of debates at the bar of where we'll take you down nostalgic, nostalgic journeys. We'll put you through some deep thinking and... Yeah, the boys will be back debating at the bar. Um, That's the VAR boys, and we are out. Peace. 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 Hey, guys.